0: I hope you melted some ice yesterday and you got from nine minus nine degrees to minus eight degrees. And guess where we're going today? Minus seven degrees. Until the next bank holiday when we freeze again. But that's fine, it's part of the journey. Uh we're gonna we're gonna live with it basically. We're not gonna let bank holidays ruin the week ahead. Um it's been so hopefully you're still not lingering about it. It's, yesterday's dead. Today is to live for. Today right now, what are you gonna do today? What's your one big thing today? Think about that whilst I deliver some different types of knowledge today. So I'm going to mix it up, you know, talked about health and fitness yesterday and, you know, get back on track. But today I want to like stretch your mind, think differently. So there's a philosopher called Krishnamurti who really did this for me. Like I read his stuff, I was like, this guy like has made me think in such different ways. I can't believe like what I'm reading. I mean, it was quite sh- like, yeah, quite shocking in a way. Um, so I'm gonna go through some things from the book um, that stand out to me. I'll try and like explain them in my own words, and then if any of them resonate, good. If they don't, well, don't worry. At least you've learned some more about some random philosopher you didn't ask to hear from. <laughs> but let's get, let's go, let's get with it. Okay. First thing he first thing he says: the individual is the little conditioned, miserable, frustrated entity, satisfied with his little gods and his little traditions. Whereas a human being is concerned with total welfare, the total misery and total confusion of the world. So here he's talking about like how we're all kind of conditioned in our certain ways, our culture, upbringing. We think we've got free will. We think we're acting to our own accords, but really we are deeply conditioned. And you can't really free yourself from it in a way, but you can be aware of it. Like I can be aware that I have certain conditioning when I grew up the you know, we had a really hatred towards the English from Wales or from the, the, the coal mining towns of Wales. Like, it's deep, like when you played England rugby, so you kind of go to England then with this like, oh, England, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're aware of it. It's just kind of like, obviously in the past, there wasn't good news for Wales and the Welsh people when um, they were getting oppressed and stuff, but it's passed through and you've got to be aware of it to catch it and be like, you know what, like obviously I can see where it comes from, but it doesn't have to dictate how I am moving forward. That's just an example um, from Wales. Okay, here we go. If you try to study yourself according to another, you will always remain a second-hand human being. A man or woman who says, I want to change, tell me how, seems very earnest, very serious, but he is not or she is not. He wants an authority who he, who he or she hopes will bring about order in themselves. But can authority ever bring about inward order? Order imposed from without must always breed disorder so really like you know you're, you're all doing this plan this membership you want to change and you know the reason why we don't is kind of this is linked to a study as well it backs this up like if you want to change but you're just telling someone to tell you what to eat or to, what to train all the time or how you should live your life like you might sound serious you might be putting money at it but are you is that really a long-term thing where you're just waiting for someone to dictate your next move like, you have to be free and flexible. That's why this flexible diet and flexible nutrition, macros is one of the most powerful ways. Like, you are in charge. You're empowered to meet, eat the food you want to eat. I will never tell you what to eat. I'll tell you what I eat. I'll give you ideas. But I'll never say you got to eat chicken, broccoli, or whatever. So, for you really to change, you're going to have to understand that you have to take responsibility for that action. And some people simply will give it lip service and say, tell me, I'm, I'm serious. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. But in reality... They just don't want the responsibility, the personal responsibility that goes along with making those decisions themselves, which is ultimately where you change your life. Not so much waiting for someone to tell you what to do. Got it? Okay. Let us state it again clearly. I see that I must change completely from the roots of my being. I can no longer depend on any tradition because tradition has brought about this colossal laziness, acceptance, and obedience. I cannot possibly look at another to help me change, not to any teacher, any God, any belief, any system, any outside pressure or influence. What then takes place? To be free of all authority of your own and that of another is to die of everything yesterday, so that your mind is always fresh, always young, innocent, full of vigor and passion. It is only in the state that one learns and observes, and for this is a great deal of awareness is required actual awareness of what is going on inside yourself without correcting it or telling it what it should or should not be. Because the moment you correct it, you have established another authority, a sensor. So what you're trying to say here is like kind of like this one day at a time principle. For you to, to live completely free and to make the most of your life, you have to live in day silos. Because if you keep thinking of yesterday, today, or tomorrow, today, you're not living in today. You've got one foot over there. You've got one foot over there. I think there's a great quote by Hugh Gilmore. He said, you know, if you've got one foot in the past, one foot in the future, and you're pissing on now. So, like, you know, for you to be really free and living, you have to be fully in today. That's it. Like, I know it sounds so simple, but this is the... This is literally, like, the, the wisdom has come over thousands of years. You have to learn to live day by day. Um... And what he talks about awareness, he's basically saying, don't judge everything. So when you walk, I've, I've tried what really he's saying. This. It's very, it actually works. You walk around, you're judging everything. You're judging the car color. You're judging that dog you see. You're judging that person walking by you. You're judging this and that. Try walking and not actually putting any of the words to what you're seeing. And you're just aware. Do you know what I mean? And you're just aware in that moment and without putting your words to it. And it's actually quite freeing. So try it today. It's actually It's actually really good. Um, If you do not follow somebody, you feel very lonely. Be lonely then. Why are you frightened of being alone? Because you are faced with yourself as you are. And you find that you are empty, dull, stupid, ugly, guilty, anxious, a petty, shoddy, second-hand entity. Face the fact. Look at it. Do not run away from it. The moment you run away, fear begins. She's talking to you about you got to learn to be by yourself and realizing, like, I'm not saying all of you those words, it's quite brutal in that way, but we are frightened of being alone because we're frightened of being with who we are, if you think about it. It's quite deep, really, but like I said yesterday, you have to learn to be comfortable on your own, being alone, not lonely, just being alone. Go for a walk in nature. I saw someone tag me in scrambling for a walk in nature, amazing. Go for these walks in nature. Go be on your own and read in the sun. Like, you don't need to be around people all the time. And you'll find a lot of, like, tranquil to that. Okay, so here's another one. I cannot exist by myself. I exist only in relationship to people, things, and ideas. And in studying my relationship to outward things and people, as well as to inward things. I begin to understand myself. Every other form of understanding is merely an abstraction, and I cannot study myself in abstraction. I am not an abstract entity, therefore I have to study myself in actuality as I am, not as I wish to be. And each of us has an image of what we think we are or what we should be, and that image, that picture, entirely prevents us from seeing ourselves as as we actually are. Right? Very important. Then he talks about, I can't remember if it's his book somewhere else. He talks about how we're all most of us are speaking in our images. So we create this image of who we think we are. We put that forward, we put it online, we put it as a, whatever, if you're on Tinder, whatever you're doing, you put this photo of yourself out there, this image, and then someone else is putting their image out there, and then it's the two images that are speaking to each other, not the actual real people behind those images, and the world is as full of these made-up images in a perception of a perception, and actually nobody really gets deep into knowing anyone, right? And it kind of starts with people just not... For one not being comfortable being alone for one there's a great quote by this uh, it's the school of life guy he said um, if you don't if you can't risk being alone you'll never find the right person for you if you don't risk being alone because he says people will be alone for a, a, a day of a three days panic meet someone settle straight away because they can't just this can't handle it but you have to be able to risk the fact that you might be alone to actually then go and find someone that's probably a perfect match for you. It's the same thing here. You have to risk being alone, and yourself. Like you know, on a Friday night, on a Saturday, maybe, you, maybe sometimes you have to be alone. Sometimes you do. And if if you can start with that, you can start then being more comfortable with yourself. And then when you are speaking to people and meeting people, you're not putting this image out there. You're being you, right? important you know we all got to work and this is hard work this is this is real internal work i'm talking about you guys real real internal work um a few more to finish then so you can go about your day um okay Ah, oh, this is what i like we live in fragments you are one thing at the office, another at home. You talk about democracy and in your heart you are autocratic. You talk about loving your neighbours yet kill him with competition. That's great. There is one part of you working, looking independently for the other. Are you aware of this fragmentary existence in yourself? We definitely have this conflict ourselves. So we have one rule for someone else and then different rules for ourselves. Always. I'll finish with this actually. Um, pleasure. Thought wants to repeat the experience, and the more you repeat, the more mechanical it becomes. The more you think about it, the more strength thought gives to pleasure. So thought creates and sustains pleasure through desire and gives it continuity. And therefore, the natural reaction of desire to any beautiful thing is perverted by thought. Thought turns into a memory, and memory is then nourished by thinking about it over and over again. Thought is never new, for thought is the response of memory, experience, knowledge. Thought, because it is old, makes you, th- makes this thing which you have looked at with delight and feel tremendously for in the moment old. From the old you derive pleasure, never from the new. There is no time in the new. It is the struggle to repeat and per- um, perpetuate pleasure which turns into pain. Watch it in yourself. The very demand for the repetition of pleasure brings about pain. Because it's not the same as it was yesterday. You struggle to achieve the same delight, not only to your aesthetic sense, but the same inward quality of the mind. And you are hurt and disappointed because it is denied to you. This is is bang on. How many of us, right, We, we feel sad when a holiday comes by because we can't live a holiday life forever. And because we want to repeat the pleasure of a holiday it actually makes it actually gives us pain the next week when we're home and work and stuff like that back to reality as we call it we're actually in pain in those moments if you think about it we're trying to like extend this pleasure instead of saying Do you know what like being in that beautiful place at that time just was insanely beautiful and it is what it was like i don't want to extend it for what it was in that moment it was amazing and we just kind of try and think that we can extend that to all of our life and it just doesn't work like that um, gives you pain um, but it's yeah, really simple like you know we complicate these things a lot right and he I'll finish this <laughs> I promise he says that joy is an immediate thing and by thinking about it you turn it into pleasure living in the present is the instant perception of beauty and the great delight in it without seeking pleasure so he's talking about joy you immediate you're enjoying the day to day you're not thinking about enjoying you're simply enjoying So today, don't think about having a good day. Just have a good day. Go about, smile. Do your one big thing. Get things going, walk in the sun. You know, all these things. Don't think about doing these things. Don't think about a holiday. Don't think about last weekend. Don't think about that. Today is the only day you have. I say, 24 hours a day. And on that note, on that deep philosophical voice note, I hope Krishnamurti has spiked an interest in you. I do suggest reading his books. They are they are readable but um, enjoy them live today guys enjoy yourself hit your macros new macros app i'm currently testing is absolutely phenomenal can't wait to share it with you all it is coming soon however don't you think about that when you think about today and that's it thank you for listening to the one day at a time podcast with your host golf hopefully you understood something i said i hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about going to another website. What I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today. Follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.